Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the 8th episode of the With Podcast. Um, we're going to try again, <laughs> try again today to wrap our head, heart, and hands around just doing one thing, one thing, uh, this singular aspect of being with. Now with comes in lots of different forms, uh, with God, with others, and with ourselves. So I'm not going to take too much of your time today because I just want to give you all, give all of us something to consider that I think will go deep into the core of who we are. We're continuing our conversation on caring for ourselves because we, who have ultimate access to ourselves, need to be encouraged to engage that access. Uh, it, the, the car key does you no good if you never put it in the ignition. Are you with me? <laughs> Just because you have that workout equipment sitting in the corner of your bedroom does not mean you're going to lose weight. We have to engage the access that we have. This is not meant to be a pity party or discussion about how no one gives you the attention you need or the love you deserve. Now, that is not to be dismissed, but it's not what I'm trying to get at in these episodes. You are the only person who has ultimate access to yourself, body, soul, and spirit. You, you can stay locked up or you can choose to open yourself to some hard work. You can sit and think and even dare to feel feelings and emotions, or you could just move on, ignore, and do life. The fact of the matter is you have to be involved if you want to change. Let me say that again. You have to be involved if you want to change. You, you are not a clinical object that someone else walks in the room, pokes and prods, and makes better. You are you. Now let, let's Continue to commit to step away from the charade of self-focus and, and commit to stop talking about ourselves, looking intently at ourselves, sharing our infinite opinions that we have ourselves and really care for ourselves. Really care for ourselves because ultimately self-care is defined by self-affectation. How are you affecting yourself? We've spoken to the body in the last couple episodes, and we've dabbled with the soul. I want to speak to the spirit, but not without the others. The Trinitarian existence of God that I believe we are made in the image of is intriguing and stumbling for many in theory and conversation, but I want to try and distill this mind-bending, centuries-long discussion, the Trinity, into a single phrase. Ready? One always affects the other. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one always affects the other. Uh, me, Christoph, I'm an individual, uh, but as an individual, I am a husband, I am a father, I'm a son, I'm a brother, I'm a friend. I, I'm not going to even touch the quote-unquote what I do frames connected to me, just the who I am frames. But, but all of those areas, husband, father, son, brother, and friend, affect all the other areas of me. There is nothing that I do as a husband that does not directly affect how I am a father. The friends that I keep and the relationships I invest in absolutely color and texture who I am as a husband to Tanya and what type of dad I am to Jude, Asa, and Zoe. The type of son that I am, the, the, the ear that I lend to my parents, the way that I honor them or choose to not honor them, no question has an effect on how I am 
as a father, how I am as a husband. What I do in one area always affects the other area. Integrity. Integrity, man, integrity is kind of a word, a flash word that gets thrown around these days. In the wisdom tradition, when we read about it in the scriptures, it's not about being honest. It's not shown in the character of a person or manifested in the activity of truth-telling. In the wisdom tradition, integrity is all about wholeness. It is understanding and accepting there aren't disconnected pieces and parts of us. You're a whole package. A whole package mixing and interacting and spilling over on itself. Anxiety, on the other hand, in the wisdom tradition, is not stressed or emotional weight. It's being divided. Quote, still being over there when you're wanting to or supposed to be over here. Unquote. Are you with me? Like those moments where you're having a conversation with somebody while you're reliving the conversation you had two or three hours ago. Being anxious is being divided. I, I got this app for my phone and my watch, sleep watch, uh, because I've been feeling really tired the last several weeks and I wanted to sleep better. A- a- after some research, I, I landed on this particular app uh, to do that for me. It was rated really well and it was priced really well, free. <laughs> but this app will fix my sleep um, and make me not tired. Can I get an amen from the there's an app for that generation? Anyway, this app keeps wanting to know what I'm eating and drinking. It also tells me that I need to burn more calories. As an aside, if you're listening to this podcast and you know of a good app that will fix body image issues because this app that I got now makes me think I have body image problems, send that along. I'd really appreciate it. But this app interrupts my afternoon concentration to ask me how I'm feeling at the most random moments, which is uber irritating because if you're anything like me, the doldrums live in the afternoon. Like getting my focus in the afternoon can be difficult. And every single time I finally hit a hit a sweet spot for work and efforts in the afternoon, my watch buzzes me and asks me, hey, how are you feeling? Finally, this watch app, sleep app, tells me when to go to sleep. Around about 6 or 7 every evening, it tells me, Christoph Fehrenbach, a full-grown adult man, when I need to go to bed. (laughs) All of that to say this, we're not simple. We're complex. I don't know who lied to you, but you're confusing, and so am I. Trust me, I am way more confusing than you are. But we're complicated. We want an app to fix one part of us. When even the app knows that one part is connected to so many other parts. What are you eating? How much are you exercising? When are you going to bed? Is there a rhythm in your life that you're sticking to? Or do you know that you need to stick to a rhythm? We're complicated in the sense that everything about us interacts and affects us. Everything about us interacts with and affects all of us. Your spirit is affected, deeply, deeply affected by how you take care of your body and how you're caring for your soul. When Jesus beckons us to follow him, he isn't asking you to check your heart or your brain or your flesh and bones at the door like some coat. He akolutheos you, all of you. I will, I promise, drill a bit next week in some practices, some tangible things that you can do that we can all lean into to engage our specific spiritual edification, but not before I wanted to reiterate how tightly wound up all of you is. 
You are tightly wound up, body, soul, and spirit. This whole thing, this whole thing, living, caring for oneself, answering that call and invitation to follow our God who cares, who so loves us, man, it takes the whole us. Don't forsake the shell that some refer to as the body. Please, don't disregard your mental and emotional capacity. Don't elevate and idolize those things either. And be careful not to overemphasize the spirit in any way, shape, or form. Manage the tension and work with the sliding scale. Body, soul, and spirit. All of you. Hey, we hope these podcasts have been beneficial, encouraging, and challenging to you all as individuals. We love you so much. Uh, Let me leave you with this benediction. Now, may you and the way of our Christ go. Be with and care for yourself as God cares for and is with you. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time.